Hi, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. We are excited that you've joined us as we go through a verse-by-verse study of God's Word without any spin on it. Isn't that refreshing just to hear the Word of God? God's Word has a healing effect. It has a helpful effect, and it is just good for you and me to know God's Word and to keep it in our hearts. There's a particular blessing in Revelation 1-3 for those that will read the book of the Revelation, those that will hear it, listen to it, and those that will keep these words in our hearts. With everything going on around us, the wars, the rumors of wars, the pestilences, all the things that Jesus prophesied about in Matthew 24, 6 to 8, we believe that the coming of our Lord is nigh. It just seems like violence has erupted on our streets. We have major things going on from California to Maine to everywhere. And we know that these are the signs of the times. Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the coming of the sons of man. Extreme wickedness, violence in the land, and we believe our Lord is coming soon. Not just so that we can escape the tribulation to come, but it'll be our glorious, glorious day. Many of you listening are going through hardship, suffering, pain, loneliness, hurt. I can assure you that Jesus is coming. And when he does, the Bible says in heaven, he'll wipe away all the tears from our eyes. While we're here, we just need to worship. Here's one of my favorite songs called Defender by Francesca. Battistelli. You go before I know that you've even gone to win my war. You come back with the head of my enemy. You come back and you call it my victory. Praise 
Isn't that a beautiful song called Defender? That song was used in my life when I was going through a particular time of deep uh, sickness. The Lord used that when there was nothing that I could do but worship the Lord. And that's where we get stronger in our relationship with him. And I believe even our healing can come as we put our faith totally in the Lord for our salvation, for our healing, for our supply. He is a great God. Two of our sponsors, this is, must be Ladies' Day um, for our program. We have the Light of Hope Counseling Center. Now, you may be going through a very difficult time in your life and you're trying to go it alone. You need some help. You need some somebody that knows the word of God, has the wisdom of God, and can help you through that. And so uh, Tina Balblitz is with Light of Hope Counseling Center. And here is the phone number you can reach her, 410-410-245-4225. And make sure that you tell her you heard about her on Faith Life with Pastor Earl. Also, if maybe you're listing a house or looking to buy or sell your home, um, Kelly Shockey is a wonderful Christian woman, has great expertise in this field. You need somebody to guide you through these times. You need somebody who is connected with title companies and attorneys that can protect you in the greatest sale or purchase of a home. You can reach Kelly at 443-945-2465. That's Kelly at 443-955-2465. And if you are interested in um, sponsoring this broadcast or underwriting it just so we can keep getting the gospel out, I would love you to contact me at the following phone number where you can leave a text, 386-795-8494, or you can email me at charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N, 1234 at gmail.com. Well, today in our broadcast, we are learning about the seven churches. Christ is speaking to seven local churches in the region of modern-day Turkey. They were in a circular postal route, and chapter 1 of Revelation says Christ is the one that stands in the middle and we are the lampstands, and we're supposed to be shining the light on Jesus. Not our buildings, not our biases, not our bigotry. We're supposed to be telling people about the incredible love that Jesus has for mankind. And he wants to be your savior. He wants to be your Lord. We're looking at the seventh church, the final church. We'll spend two broadcasts on this, the church of Laodicea. 
Remember, the other six churches, including this one, will be the seventh, represent certain times in church history. They represent seven local churches, seven um, attitudes or characteristics found in uh, believers and even pseudo-believers. And then also they represent periods of church history. AD 100 was Ephesus from 33 to AD 100. AD 100 to 300 was Smyrna, the suffering church. Pergamus, 300 to 500, the worldly church. Then we had Thyatira in the Dark Ages, Church of Continual Sacrifice, AD 500 to 1500. Sardis, the Reformation Church, AD 1500 to 1700. And then Philadelphia, that wonderful on-fire word church, and that was 1700 to 1900. And we believe that there's still some of the remnants of that church today. And our final church, though, is Laodicea. Laodicea is known for being lukewarm, a lukewarm church. There are three spiritual temperatures. There's cold, there's hot, and there's lukewarm. What is your spiritual temperature today? Let me give you just a few facts about Laodicea. It was founded by Antiochus II at 300 BC. He named it after his wife, Laodice, L-A-O-D-I-C-E. This church was 40 miles southeast of Philadelphia on the road to Colossae. And many believe that the church at Colossae and the church at um, Laodicea were receiving a lot of the same information from the Apostle Paul. We have the book of Colossians, which many believe that the Laodiceans had also um, been impacted by, and also the book of Ephesians, was noted also to be a part of the listening of the Colossians. And under Roman rule, it was very wealthy, very worldly. Like Philadelphia, they were in an earthquake district and in AD 60 had a devastating one, but they were wealthy enough without any outside help to rebuild. But the problem with wealth is it causes a sickness among believers, not everyone. If your money has a hold on you, it will do that. And the Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. But affluence can cause apathy. We can feel that if we're being materially blessed, we must be spiritually blessed, and that's not necessarily so. So as we look at Colossians, not I'm sorry, as we look at Revelation, the third chapter, Revelation chapter three, let's listen as Christ speaks to this church. And let me give you kind of a warning ahead of time. Christ is not really happy with this particular church. He is allowed, because he's the head of the church, 
to give us correction, to give us construction criticism. And listen what it says. And unto the angel or the pastor of the church of the Laodiceans write. Now, many believe that the pastor here was a gentleman by the name of Archippus. And in Colossians 4.17, he was rebuked for his personal laziness that he was not fulfilling the vision God had called him to do. So that might have affected the people. Today, if you will turn on, which I don't always recommend, the media, and you'll listen to a lot of preachers, and you really need to listen carefully because if they're not in tune with the word of God, you need not listen to them because they're false teachers. They are false prophets. There's a particular gentleman whose father was um, a great pastor in the Atlanta area, and now it's coming out that he's almost renouncing the word of God and telling us that he doesn't really believe the Bible is that important. You need to run and you need to run away quickly from those kind of ministries. It says unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, these things saith the amen. Amen means so be it. It's God's sovereignty. God has the final word. Man doesn't have the final word. He is the faithful and true witness. We see this in chapter 1 and verse 5. We see this in chapter 3 and verse 7, I believe it is. And he's faithful and he's true. Man, if you're in ministry motivated by money, you're simply a charlatan. Let's have true shepherds of the flock, those that will be faithful to their calling and be true witnesses, not there for some other ulterior motive. And it tells us that there, the beginning of the creation of God, here says the amen, the faithful, the true witness, and here's Christ, the beginning of the creation of God, not as one cult presents him to be a created being. He is our creator. In Genesis 1.26, the word Elohim is used. It's a uniplural Hebrew noun, Elohim, which carries the idea of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit when it says, let us make man in our image. So Christ is not a created being. Christ is the creator, and he's been with us from eternity past, manifesting himself many different ways, but particularly in his incarnation. He is the source. He is not a son of God. He's God the Son, Colossians 1.18. And he is before all things, and by him he must have the preeminence. And Christ says to this church, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold or hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. 
So because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Now, I know this isn't a really a positive kind of image for your mind, but we are either in the heart of God, we're a pleasant taste. If you have something to drink, it's either good really cold or it's good really hot. Have you ever picked up your coffee or tea after you've left it for a while and then you sip it and it just doesn't taste good? You you spit it out. Well, our Lord is talking about our spiritual conditions and he doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He wants us to be hot, on fire for him with the fire of the Holy Spirit. We will finish this teaching on our next podcast. This is Pastor Earl, and I am sharing with you uh, the Word of God, verse by verse, without any spin. And if you're listening and you don't know Christ and the Holy Spirit is convicting and convincing your heart, I'd like you to pray with me and repeat these words. Even if you're driving, keep your eyes open. You'll be converted commuter. Pray, dear Lord, I realize I'm a sinner. I need a savior. My heart is cold towards you and I don't want it to be. I want you to place within me your Holy Spirit and set my soul and spirit on fire and in love for you. I repent of my sins and I receive you in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Earl for Faith Life with Pastor Earl and Friends. Remember, if you would like to be a sponsor or you would like to underwrite this ministry so we can expand it, then give me a text at 386-795-8494 or by email. You can email charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N, 1234 at gmail.com. God bless you. Have a great night or day.